Hey y'all, welcome to Together Real Bad. Real bad. I am beautiful with three L's. And I am Ace with an A, a C, and an E. We invite you to join us bi-weekly as we discuss topics such as pop culture, relationship dynamics, date night activities, and maybe even a little flag football. Discover how we nurture our growing relationship with intentional activities, questions, love, and service. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app to listen or check out our website at togetherrealbad.com. And now on to the show. She's stuck inside my mental. She got a body like a temple. Even though she drives me crazy. Hello. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. My name is Beautiful. I'm Amaze. And we are Together, Together Real, Real Bad. Bad. And we got a special guest. Woo-hoo. I'm excited. This is Pam B, our neighbor. Hello. And fellow ally. <laughs> Hello. In the building. Yes. Burr, 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 burr. I was just on the We need a button. We need I, a button. I have a button, but nothing is loaded in it. I have a button in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so that oh, yes. Absolutely, it counts. Welcome. Welcome to our humble, humble home. It's just like yours. Thank you. Except one floor up. <laughs> Exactly. And much nicer, I should say. No. Oh, thank the bright you. Bright lights and big city. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate that. So we were talking a little bit about what you were cooking today. Please let us know what that was. So I have made some braised short ribs mm. and some collard and turnip greens. Mm. And I did leave cornbread cooking in the oven, but with a 19-year-old son watching it. So I hope it's not burned oh, when I go back to was he awake when you asked him to watch it? He was, and I asked him to set a timer, but that doesn't mean that it happened. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yes. hope I hope he I hope he does his job and you know keep keep an eye on it. I him. mean, if he doesn't, he just ain't gonna have no cornbread. Mm-hmm. That's, really that's, that's a good that's a good punishment. Not punishment, but like consequence. But I was but that affects her too. I mean, yes, but <laughs> also him. Not really, because I really don't like cornbread. I only made it because I made the greens. Um, oh, I don't like cornbread either. I don't like soggy bread. So Me when I eat it, I put it on the Hate soggy Ooh. bread, and I like my cornbread buttery, like drown and drizzle. I it love can't it. Touch it can it cannot be. Oh, y'all have you ever been to? Have you ever been to um to Virtue? Yes. Have you had their cornbread? Yes. That's how y'all like it. Yes, it's very no. good. Did I have their cornbread when we went? Probably not. Uh, I don't think they you got good did. short ribs too. Oh, we had I had short ribs before. This is real good. Oh, we all off topic. We talking okay. about food. <laughs> sorry. 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 sorry, but that sounds fire. I'm trying it to figure is. out what we're gonna have tonight. For sure, I don't know what we're gonna have. But the holiday is around the corner. Pam, yes. Are you done Christmas shopping? Absolutely not. <laughs> I just got into the spirit about two days ago. Okay, mm-hmm. and as such. All I'm going to say is going to be a lot of gift card giving away. Oh, period. Well, a That's 19 year old, yeah, a 19-year-old needs a gift card anyway, right? That dude got a brand new gaming monitor. Oh. He fine. Oh. <laughs> the $300 one that's wide like this and it Absolutely curves. Absolutely not. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the $109 one at Best Buy. Okay. That's fair. That's a, yeah. I, I mean, they have gaming monitors that are like 300 bucks. No. <laughs> so you better than me because I just got into the Christmas spirit. 
20 minutes, 10 minutes ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. Give me, hey, about an hour. No, it was a couple hours because I went shopping before I had yeah. to be but at the top But that's best, so. though. Is it when you're like up against the clock? No. You get creative. Like, oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> no. But the worst part of, of that is like shopping like with a crunch of time is like you see things and you like, you know who that would look good for? Me. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's what makes it yourself. hard. Okay, but no, if you do it too much ahead of time, <sighs> you're like, ooh, I liked it for her two months ago, but I don't no. like it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you don't take it back to the store, so then you've you lost money. It. No, you end up keeping it for yourself, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I heard this lady in the store complaining. She was on the phone and she was loud and super ghetto too. So that was one oh. thing that got on my nerve. <laughs> we take it back ghetto. <laughs> we taking it back. She yes. was super loud. She was she was very mm. she Colorful? wasn't using her inside voice at all. Okay, okay. Boisterous. Okay, okay. Yes. And she was complaining about the fact that like I guess family members, I'm assuming these are family members. It could have been like really close friends or whatever. And how, you know, she always does for other people when it comes to gift giving and they don't do the same for her and how she's not going to be buying so-and-so and get a gift because they wouldn't spend that amount of money on her and how people who she gives (laughs) gifts for are are ungrateful when the item doesn't have a name brand on it. But when she get gifts from them, she doesn't get anything with name brand or anything like that. And so she not getting no gifts for nobody like that. And my response was, that's not what it's all about. In short, what is your response? Mine would have been like, then you should have stopped giving gifts a long time ago because that ain't even the spirit of what you're supposed to be giving right. something. Right. Exactly. That's not right. what that's all about. It's, it's, it was actually really sad to hear. And you could hear from, she was in the front of the store. I was in the back. So and I heard somebody it who need to be visited by Scrooge because <laughs> that's, that's not even the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like people miss the point sometimes. Like I try and All give as much time. as I can. I don't All even want time. anything. I got you saw the stuff earlier. We got too much stuff. People oh. think I'm playing when I say like, "Ooh, I could really use some socks." I, me too. When I be serious, like some designs on my socks. Yeah. Like I got some like pandas on some socks. Yes. Okay, you like character socks too. I love yeah. socks. But what? when I say I want some socks or like something simple, they don't think you mean it. But you can use that stuff. Yes. Instead of and just, I'm going to use it. Yeah. And so you throw away two pair since you got two pair <laughs> and no, no harm is done. So then I had to spend my birthday money on socks because <laughs> nobody got me socks. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh, it's the simple things. The little things exactly. in life. Fair enough. Well, we're going to jump into it. Our topic for today is basically being an LGBTQIA plus ally. As my friends say, look a big ticket. And they're not really my friends. They're my friends. They're my friends in my heart. They're my friends in my heart. Shout out to Kid Fury and Crystal. Have you seen I love them, first of all. First of all, I love them. Okay. So, yes. Okay. All right. Is that, there's a meme about that. Is that where they got that from? Or did they make it up? I'm not sure if they made it up, but I'm going to say they did. I'm going to give them credit for it because that's the only time I've ever heard it during their podcast. (laughs) It was a whole like meme online where I forget the whole joke of it, but he was like, what is Liga Bigger Ticker? He couldn't figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to like sound it out as a word. (laughs) And And not an acronym. Yeah. And it just, and it just, yeah, it's hilarious. Hilarious. Okay. Um, I digress. Back to uh, why Pam is here today. She is representative of an LGBTQIA plus ally, and we appreciate her for that. And she's also our neighbor, in case we haven't said that. I think I said that. But um, we will jump into it. First and foremost, 
first and foremost, uh, what does being an ally mean to you? Uh, being a human being. Oh, period. Because <laughs> I, I wonder sometimes. I mean, being just kind. I mean, that's <laughs> what it is. That. It's kind of like I wouldn't let anyone sit in front of me and talk about one of my friends like a dog. Like, yeah. what? What are you doing? Like, what? The, no, it just means being kind. And, and um, that's it. Being kind. Like, people <laughs> want to make it some, like, scary, hokey thing. But yeah. it's really just being kind and really using your... Uh, some people get thrown off by the word privilege. Yeah. But using your access to power or your access to resource, right? right. To speak for the people who are not in the room. Right. Okay. I like that. Because I think people think that they can be kind. Oh, I'm kind, but I don't like this category of person or I don't like that category of person. That doesn't work because then you're not being kind. Well, but they think they are though. I, feel, uh, I mean. That's a church for me this morning. <laughs> that is not being kind. <laughs> well, I got I to gotta think they think is that it's just, oh, I'm, I'm a kind person, even though I don't like no. so-and-so-and-so-and-so. That's what makes them sleep better at night. Right. Stop oh, playing. okay. We well, got a whole part fair. of town that's full of folks like that, that's but fair. I won't say which part of town. <laughs> you can. I can. I say, I I'm know. sure that's how, that's the mindset of the Karens of the world, too. Mm. I'm just saying. You know, mm. you have a, I think as humans, we have a responsibility, right, to yep. speak up for folks who are not present. Because Very if true. I'm present, I don't need you to speak up for me. Because you're going to say something. Say I know something. you're going to say something as a Scorpio. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, All <no>. day. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, and that's what it means to me. Mm. It may not mean that to others, but yes, Correct. that's what it means to you. Okay. No, I understand that. I get that completely. Um, this is a, um, I don't know that you've ever counted, but how many friends that you, do you have that are, you can count us too, that are part of the LGBT too many. many. Too many. I like that I, answer. Because if I came up with a number, I'd be like, well, I got one black friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it literally is too many to, to name. Count. And that's good. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Has this been since, like, forever? High school, college, little you, girl? You know, I was thinking about this. Um, you know, I grew up on the west side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to say that I did not necessarily become aware aware of um, friends or people who were part of the LGBTQIA plus community mm-hmm. until I was maybe in college. Like I knew people, right. but I didn't encounter people who were my peers mm-hmm. until, let me back, back up. it up even more. Okay. I didn't encounter folks knowingly encounter folks until college. Okay. But now in retrospect, I do know that, I was friends with people in high school. Okay. Who were part of that. Um, were they not out? They were out? They were or? not out. Uh, they were not out. Um, I didn't know the concept of being out until mm-hmm. I got to college. Like, so some of this stuff is just like second nature to me. So I mm-hmm. think back to, this is a funny story, but maybe, I don't know if people are going to find it funny. <laughs> I had to be about in fifth or sixth grade, mm-hmm. I want to say, and I was watching videos. Fifth I'm grade dating myself. Videos. <laughs> yeah. I was still watching videos too. And oh, some, what, YouTube? Because I know when she no, was watching no, videos, no. it wasn't no YouTube. M- MTV. Okay, first oh, okay. of all, okay, so I got some views on y'all. I mean... <laughs> I'm not going to say this, but I did just celebrate my 50th birthday. Okay. Hey, hey, yes, hey. and that party was busting. Yes. Busting, busting. So I had to be about 
about 10 or 11 maybe. And I was watching videos and Sylvester, a Sylvester video came on. And I was like, that's a man in a dress. And I ran out my mom's room and I was like, mom, it's a man on the TV in a dress. And so she was like, she looked all strange because she was there with um, a good friend of the family mm-hmm. who uh, I had known for a very long time. Like I'd known him all my life as far as I knew. And so I remember her pulling me back into her room and saying, like, you can't make fun of no man in no dress. <laughs> I was like, okay, I didn't know. He's just a man in a dress. <laughs> well, it turns out the friend of the family was gay. Oh, okay. And so, uh, but he was someone I referred to as my homie. Right. Like, he was somebody, like, that's who I knew. He was, like, my mother's um, brother. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, an uncle-to-be. And so I had that kind of exposure early on. Right. So I've always known, you know, I didn't know what it meant to be gay. I just right. knew. So it's like, okay, like, this ain't nothing new. See, so mama was the same way. She's like, come on. Everybody is welcome. I love that. Exactly. I love it. Because we didn't grow up with the same. Well, yeah, and either. so... <laughs> Well, we could talk about it, right? The the toxicity in the black community as it relates to the LGBTQIA plus community is is huge, is rampant, and um, it saddens me mm-hmm. um, that that is the case because many of us, I have close relatives who are in domestic partnerships who. That's that's all I know. Right. And I had a a real life experience when um when people talk about I used to think that proximity didn't matter, mm-hmm. but it does matter. Yeah. I was at work and my uncle's partner called me one day and he was like, They're taking him to the hospital. Mm. You know, I said, Okay, like what hospital is he in? Like, why are you calling me? Like, how can you in the in the in the ambulance with him? And he was like, they won't let me go. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, what you mean? They won't let you go. So I immediately went into Scorpio. I'm like, what the? (laughs) You know? And so then it hit me afterwards. Like, oh. And so then that bothered me to my core. Because as I was thinking was that if something were to happen to my uncle, we would ask his partner, like, what were his wishes? Like, what's what's up? But the world and the law don't doesn't seem like it. that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so that that's always kind of bothered me. Right. So anyway, that's the background. Oh, that made me sad. Because yeah. it's like, no, it's okay. And, and you're fine, though. But I'm just saying, like, that yeah. that was something that was like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That ain't supposed to happen. It just gives me pause because, like, like, we're together. So we've been together for, like, a year and a little bit. But... It's like, okay, so as time goes on, you got to do stuff or try to do things to make it legal just so that your partner has a say, which I'm fine with. But some people may not want to get married. Right. right. Um, and so that kind of leaves them at a, I don't know, like at a, at a disadvantage, yep. um, I guess. So I would encourage y'all, if, y'all if, if you care about the person, do a living will. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because... Even as a, a heterosexual woman married to a heterosexual man or whatever the case may be, what I'm learning is that the laws are jacked oh, up. Yeah. It's bad. And if yeah. you are not specific about your wishes mm-hmm. and get it legalized in some sort of way, 
it's horrible. Yeah, because you have to split it between like your husband and then a kid, and then and if your kid has it, just like is an ongoing. It keeps going. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And then let's just say that someone is not a fan of y'all, right? And mm-hmm. something happens to one of y'all. You got people who will come out of the woodwork that you barely spoke to in forever. Be mm-hmm. like, oh no, she can't hear that. And like, who are you? Right. And now you're there. People kick your partner out of the home that they've known forever because it's not legal. Yeah, that's make it make sense. <sighs> yeah, but none of us. You said I digress. <laughs> <laughs> well, one so, thing, one thing I can say is like me in the, and this is a little bit unrelated to what you were talking about, but going back to you being an ally and being an ally for us and more than a neighbor, I really appreciate you because. I don't have like a close knit community around me that I can just be myself. Like I'm building that because I, for many years, like have suppressed this part of my life and I haven't had the people around me be as accepting as I would have thought. Like I can't, I'm still in the closet, so to speak, Mm. when it comes to my parents, Mm. they have absolutely no idea. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that breaks my heart. Yeah. That breaks my heart. It, it, because I look at got a 19-year-old son, mm-hmm. right? Um, am I happy with all parts of his life? Absolutely not, right? But it's it's that would be amazing for me to find out that he was in a loving relationship with someone and he did not feel safe enough to tell me mm. that would break my heart. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish everybody felt the same. I I'm, do too. I, 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 be, <laughs> I would probably cuss him out. Now. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. Like I'm not going to be, it's going to be rainbows and lollipops. I would probably cuss him clean out. Like you already know who but I am. But it would make me question what I have said in my past actions that made him feel unsafe to do so. Mm-hmm. I had a very close friend, and this may be getting to some of your questions, Mm -hmm. a very close friend um, who I had known them for years and um, decided to to come out to me. And I was, initially, I was devastated. I'm like, what? Because it's like your whole world gets like what you knew is no longer what you know, Right. So it took me a couple of days to to figure this out. And one of the first questions I asked them, I asked them, I said, had I ever done anything or said anything to make you feel unsafe to share this before now? Mm -hmm. Because had I done so, I would want to know. Like, that's behavior. I would have wanted to correct it, apologize. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that that's part of it. Like I, I want to make certain that I am a safe space for folks. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I wish I had a mom like you too, because it's even though I I think I told my mom when I was like 27 and she still is like, I just, she sent something to my phone because we're going, we're actually going to visit her in Mississippi next week. And I had to First ask all, Mississippi. We ain't gonna talk about Miss, that. Miss, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Mississippi. M- Mississippi. It is, but she. Okay. I, I digress. Anyway, um, I go. Hey, you know, um, did you plan on coming up here for Thanksgiving? Or I'm sorry for Christmas. 
And she was like, oh, I hadn't thought about it. I thought you were coming down there. I was like, well, um, Kim wants to come and I want her to come too. And if you come up here, it'll be cheaper. But if we go down there, we have to stay in a hotel, rent a car, right? I was throwing all these things out there. And she was like, oh, well, I just still can't believe I have a hard time. I just have a hard time accepting that you're gay. I don't know. Let me think about it a couple of days. And I'm just like, I'm 41 years old. Like this was what, 14 years ago that I, I told you this and you've been through, like she's been here. She was here when my dad was living. Like, I feel like after 14 years, this should just be but, like a. Okay. Okay. Yeah, tell me in from defense, a mom's in, the, in defense point. of your mother. Okay. Tell me. She's 75. I'm going to throw that out there. Okay. Oh, especially with her being 75. Her like, it's, it's very, very yes. different. Mm-hmm. And for, as a parent, you having a child is like having your heart walking around in the world and you can't do nothing to protect yeah, it. You just got to let it go. Mm-hmm. Right? So as a parent, you want the absolute best for your child. Mm-hmm. And this world is so, so ugly. Yeah. That if rock... Ugh, if if my son were to tell me that he was gay, my heart would weep for him because of the way the world, world would treat yeah. him. Not yeah. the people who were part of his village, but because of the way that the world would treat him. It's like you don't want that for your, your kid. And so I would say to you, so even though you feel like it was 14 years ago, for mm-hmm. her it was yesterday. I, I get that. And I don't I, I don't know what her her thought process is. I I don't know that she's thinking so much about how the world would treat me mm-hmm. as much about as how the family would view me yeah. and how okay. people exactly. on my dad's side would view me. I really think like that's her main concern. What I don't think she knows is my aunt met her at uh, when we went to a funeral and my aunt was like, she's just been keeping you away from me all this time. Gave her a hug and a kiss and all yeah. that. And was like so, so accepting of it. And I'm just like, oh, like Does your aunt know though? Yeah. Does your aunt know who, yes. who she was here? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. On she the knows. other hand, the other aunt. Oh my. <laughs> when we oh, when we her. went to yeah. Detroit. Yeah. That other aunt, I don't know. I don't, I think she gathered after, you know, after a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that she knew. So now my, my thing is I'm going to just move around. And if people ask me who she is, I'll tell them. So, so, <laughs> uh, I, I guess I got to keep anonymity from folks, right? You know, uh, you don't have to. I mean, the people going to watch this and be like, oh, she talking about so-and-so. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Um, so I would, I would say that, um, my mother, who is 78, mm-hmm. I think she's 78, she has a sister mm-hmm. who lost her long time life partner about a year or so ago. But this, this is, so it took her a minute to like warm up to the fact that she had this partner. Mm. And I remember back in the day, I remember my mother saying like, oh, she can't break her head. She can't stay here. Like they can, she can visit, mm-hmm. but they can't, can't stay, stay here. here. Yeah. But like fast forward, like a few years ago when she went to visit them, she stayed in their house. You know what I mean? Right. So I would say, give your mom some grace because we know the black community has a very complicated relationship. Yes. With everything. Yeah. I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But, I mean, yeah. but still, but I, I understand. you know, yeah. and, and I think it gets... 
the the further back the generations go, the worse it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think I it mean, also depends on where they grew up as well. Yes. I feel like the morals and values are Difference. definitely different. Like sure. her mom is from the South. My mom is from the, the South. South. Yeah. So uh, that on top of religious views yep. um, can definitely shape the way they think. And 100%. But the way I think about it is that I don't have a heaven nor a hell to put you in. Oh, period. <clears throat> Period. Snaps. I mean, goodness. Period. Okay. And what? <laughs> I mean, I feel like if if I'm first of all, it ain't nobody's business. I was, <laughs> I was embarrassed when I got pregnant and started showing because everybody do what I did. <laughs> right. So I mean, it's just different. And it goes back to what you always say: my sin is no bigger than your sin. I always say that. How you gonna condemn me because I love somebody? Again, first of all, <laughs> you don't have a heaven or a hell to put me in. Period. Okay, so you better pray that you make it where you're supposed to be going. Period. That's all I got to say about <laughs> before I get in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, we'll move, uh, we'll move forward to our next question, which is, look, hold on, let me get my phone together. It keeps closing. Okay, so <clears throat> your husband is a husband, mm. <laughs> a straight male. A for real husband. A for real husband, a straight male. Uh, I met him, know him, been around him. Seems real cool. Did y'all have like a conversation about like, look, if you around me, <clears throat> you're going to be around all my gay friends too. No. Or you didn't have to have it. Like what, no. what did that look like? So he is my second husband. Okay. My first husband did have issues with me having so many um, gay friends, but he never said that. Okay. It just showed up. I was going to say, how did that show? It just showed up in, in weird kind of ways. Right. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, shit, they the ones who came to help me when I need to help. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right, right. And so oh, that's a good question because it actually never came up. Hmm. Because I, it's so, it's such a part of my life. That I don't even feel like I need to discuss it. Or like explain it's the, yourself. Yeah. The one thing I asked was like, you had a passport. Like I didn't ask anything <laughs> about anything else. And so what's funny is that one of my very, very good friends, I was like a bestie of mine, she was actually the one who um helped me orchestrate him meeting my son. Oh. Like I wanna say, did she pick him up from the airport? I want to say she picked him up from the airport okay. and brought him to her house because I want to say it was the 4th of July because he was like, okay, let's do it this time because then he's going to be amongst the kids and they're going right. to do this whole thing. Right. And so it was never a question. It was never a conversation, actually. Now, if you ask him, he might have got some other stuff to say. <laughs> but but he's respectful enough of my love for my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that even if he did have something it's, swirling around in there, it would never part his lips. I'm about to say it would not come out his mouth. It would never part his lips. Oh, but what if it did? Would you have an issue? Would that be a thing? Like even, yeah, I want to know, like what, like scenario wise, right? What Uh-oh. What would that conversation <laughs> look like? You see what my glass is. <laughs> read the glass. Read the glass. My glass says I'm one glass away from bringing up shit from three years ago. So there you go. I don't. I don't even know what that would look like. I will 
I'm going to be honest, I would probably feel betrayed in some way because mm. we've been together for so long and mm-hmm. you've been a part of this circle. Like these are folks who are part of my son's village. Right. Like if I were to call them when we were living someplace else, we were literally like a, a mile, like I could walk to their house. Okay. And these are friends, they're family. Like they were the ones that I could call and be like, can you go on the pick him up or can you do this or whatever? Mm-hmm. So if something were to come up, I would probably feel a sense of betrayal and it would take me a minute to really figure out like what's happening. Mm. So not a, not, I wouldn't, I don't want to say a deal breaker, but. What- like week 10 years in, which is why I'm saying betrayal, mm-hmm. because it's like, you never showed this to me. Mm-hmm. And for me, I let people know my deal breakers up front. Yeah. Mm. So then that way you're not wasting your time and I'm not wasting mine. So yeah, I don't even know what that would look like. Mm. Like I would, That's interesting. that would, it would give you pause for sure. Yeah. Mm. Like what, what, whoa, whoa, whoa. In what world <laughs> How about is it this woman? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's exactly what it would be. Wow. Interesting. That's a good question. Oh, that, that makes me think. It like, does make me like think. Like, if there were people, I mean, obviously for me, like, because I'm still in my coming out process, like, close friends have, I've had to kind of have that conversation, but I'm not the type to, like, have a sit-down conversation. It's always been things, like, said, like, not matter-of-factly, but, like, on the slide, like, yeah, you know, I'm dating this girl or something like that. And if they didn't accept that, like, they had a hard time with that, I would have to let them go. Mm. So I'm going to flip the tables just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So is this has to be scary for you right now in like your coming out phase or whatever, because people are ugly. Mm-hmm. And when you don't, when you don't know that side with it, but it comes out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm going to ask you the same question. What if a long time friend? I would honestly give them time to marinate on it because it's something that they're going to have to get used to. And they're used to seeing me in a certain way and they have to now get used to seeing me not like unsuppressed and being like living in my true colors, my, my real being. Right. And so that's going to look different for them. And people don't like change, no matter how much they say like, Oh, I, I can adapt in any environment. People don't like change. And so, yes, I will give them time. But if, Within that time, like you still can't accept me or you're saying slick comments or you're not accepting the person that I'm with, I would have to cut you off. And Mm -hmm. I'm at a time in my life where that's okay for me. Doing this podcast is kind of like a healing process for me because it's forcing me to live my true life. Mm -hmm. And friends have found out about this, you know, podcast. And though they might not have said their true feelings or thoughts on it. They haven't said anything negative. Well, and that's good. all that I yeah. really ask for. Yeah. You know? Yeah, don't be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some people, you know. I know. Give it and, I, and, <laughs> and I stay <laughs> already. Like, say it. <laughs> say it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I dare you. I cut you. <laughs> well, what is that from? Because. I don't know what that's from. Uh, no, my mama used to say it. So uh, I, oh, <laughs> you're asking me because, oh, like, he's I coming. cut you. What's that? I don't know. It's a movie, but you ain't got to go far now. Come on. <laughs> Black people are creative in our dialect and our colloquialism. So you do. No, yes. no, no, no. So like, you don't know this. So 
Um, when I was growing up, my mom would just throw out like <laughs> random, random lines from a movie that would kind of have something to do with the situation that we might be talking about. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, so there'll be a time like we'll be getting in trouble or something like that. And she'd be like, I'll beat you to the white meat. Stuff like that. Guess how she found <laughs> out what all that, where all that was from. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> Things of comedy. I had no <laughs> idea. She didn't I know. had no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it now. I've seen it. Okay, so let's just be very clear. <laughs> if this is going to be a great relationship moving forward, <laughs> I am known to just throw out like lines from movies mm-hmm. and TV shows because they are appropriate. The other day I was texting um, one of my friends and um, I put a meme in there of Seely sitting in the rocket chair like <laughs> this is me waiting on that reply like so yeah so you need to know that I need you to mm-hmm. you know you are starting yes, lights yes. too yes. oh yeah I shoot you on your pinky toe my mommy used to say that. <laughs> we watched her. When she told me that, I was like, we got to Now, who the hell left this swallow out the swallow? Oh, in the car. I got my mouth all fixed and watering. Sorry. <laughs> we, have, we go off on tangents like that, too. We go off on tangents like that, too. Don't worry about it. Yes, 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 yes. Don't worry about it. So, um, so you have a um, 19-year-old black young man who I assume has always been around with in uh, conversation with people from the LGBT community. Yep. So did you raise him with the intent of being an ally or it was just be kind or what did that look like? Because I know people can, we said it, people can be ugly. It wasn't intentional. Okay. Um, When I had my son, I started this job for a nonprofit organization. He likely was, I don't even know if he was, he wasn't one. He was like just a few months old. Mm -hmm. And I started working for a women's organization. Mm -hmm. And um, just over time, so he's never known a life without knowing someone Mm. who was part of the LGBTQI plus community. Um, So, right. So it wasn't, he just, he's just has never known a life without it, without it. Okay. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, that definitely makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Has there ever been a time where he has told you, Hey, somebody at school was making fun of yada, yada, yada. And I kind of came to the rescue in quotation marks, if you will, or had any, any encounters where he actually had to practice being yeah, an, an ally. ally. That's a, yeah. Um, not that I'm aware. His generation is they are a a, a weird group, right? <laughs> so for as much as we worry about them or whatever, they are probably one of the most accepting generations mm. that we've seen in a very long time. So it's mm-hmm. nothing for them. Uh, true story. So he had as a kid, he had two best friends. Okay. A Mexican boy and a white girl. Mm-hmm. The white girl is now them. Mm, okay. And so again, like he's he's like, mm, okay, cool. It's table stakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um as he that that hasn't happened before. He's had encounters where he was made to feel uncomfortable because he was black, mm. but <laughs> wow. not so much. You know, yeah. seeing people like pick on somebody else or anything like that or right. whatever. But I would hope 
that had if that has happened, like he's never shared that with me. Okay. He's never shared that with me. We did have this this now this was funny. Oh. <laughs> he um so one of my besties, she is what you would call, I guess, like masculine presenting. Mm-hmm. And so he's known her all his life. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what happened or when it clicked or what happened, but I was watching TV and he just came to um, the doorway of my bedroom and he was just like, is so-and-so a boy? <laughs> Wait, how old was he? Oh. He had to be like about seven, maybe. <laughs> like seven or eight. And it was hilarious because, and so maybe, was it earlier that year, we were at their house and I was babysitting. And so he was with me. And so my friend had her hair up in mm-hmm. like a bun mm-hmm. or something. And he was just cracking up. He was like, ah. Oh. She looked like a girl. And so she was like, I'm sorry, I gotta I gotta explore this a little bit. <laughs> like, what you, so he's had his moments or whatever, but he's never not known the world. Okay. Gotcha. It's but, funny how you say that this generation is more accepting because I had actually I came out to the girls that I coach. <laughs> like in passing. La- yeah, it, yeah, it was kind of in passing. Yeah. We were um at the gym and I was looking for some notes that I had on them. And so like I was going through the papers that I had and I was like, no, this isn't that. No, this is for the wedding. Yada, yada, yada. And they were like, wedding? Wait, talking to me? Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said I got distracted, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Stay in the state court. No, we are not getting married okay. yet. But they were notes from my best friend's wedding. I'm in her wedding and it's going to be next month. Okay. And so I had those notes in my notebook. And so the girls had that same reaction. Okay. She was like, you're getting married? Can we get can we be a part of the wedding? I was like, no, I'm not getting married. This is for my friend's wedding. I was kind of explaining that, and they were like, okay, well, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> no, I do not have a boyfriend. Preface this by saying that I've been going around like here and there, like to their practices or to a meet, and yeah. just like she would come over and talk to me and then go back okay. and do what she was got it. Right. So I was like, no, I don't have a boyfriend. And I just left it at that. And I like kept going on looking for the notes, whatever. And they go, well, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> and I was like. Like you got one of those. <laughs> right, like, right, right. <laughs> so I was like, actually, yes, <laughs> I do have a girlfriend. That was like, oh. And they went on about cool. their business. Yes. That was like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you've actually, since they had that reaction, I was like, okay, let's, you've, you've actually seen her. I was like, remember that time that there was somebody in the lobby and you guys were like, Man, there's somebody over here. I don't know who that is. Like, who is that? I think I scared them. Yeah, you did scare them for sure. <laughs> you did scare them for sure. I was like, that was her. I was like, oh, and she was at the meet last week. I was like, yes, that's my girlfriend. Like, okay. Well, can we still be in a wedding? <laughs> can we come to the wedding? Can we be in a wedding? I'm telling you, they are different. They're a different breed. I keep on telling I keep on telling them. I was like, you give me hope. Well, sometimes. <laughs> we want to talk about the other thing. Keep it real. <laughs> but yeah, they they are very accepting. It makes me think about um Lauren and her, her kids. kids. Yeah, my best friend has two daughters and they've like been around or I've been around their whole lives and like she just keeps having to have age appropriate conversations with them about like some people have two moms, some people have two dads. So but she's always like, ever since I told her, which was, you know, 
um, years, 14 or so years ago, she's always like prepped them or told them or yeah. said something that, you know, to get them to understand, like, you know, it's just not mommies and daddies. It's, it's like, you know, it's a bunch of different kind of uh, relationships out here. So yeah, that always made me feel good because she was in shock when I told her she had to process it. I gave her a time to process it and then she came back and she was fine. Mm-hmm. So See, yeah, it, it's, it's, and I hate the term ally. I really do. Mm. Um, I heard another term for it, but nevertheless, uh, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard being black. Mm-hmm. Number one. <laughs> First and foremost. And being an ally, mm-hmm. especially when you are of a certain age, because a lot of times you have friends or your contemporaries who um, may not have had such such an experience like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it, it's all this other stuff or whatever. And so... You have to tell people like, okay, that's not appropriate language to use in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna. Say you're not gonna say that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and so it's it's yeah, like no, you're not gonna do that. <laughs> not here, not today. Not me no. as a Scorpio. No, you're just not. <laughs> like no, like when I leave, you can say whatever you want to, but not not in front of me. Oh, well, you know, we we appreciate we we need we need to be looked out for. <laughs> I mean, look, I hope somebody yeah. is like saying like. If somebody's like, bam, and I'm gonna be like, I mean, you I'm gonna be like, hold on, them. exactly. Wait a minute, but you know, it's hard. Like I'm talking about Pam. I know Pam is a person. I know Pam is not like that. But it's hard when you have people that may have had ex- different experiences, like you said, um, the di- at different um, ages. Mm-hmm. Because back in the day, like if you were gay, a gay man, you were automatically labeled a pedophile. Yeah. Like, and that's not okay, but that's what older people know. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure they still carry that with them. So it's hard to say, for me, it's hard to say something to somebody that has their own experience because you you can't change their mind, can you? No, (laughs) you you can't. But I think, I think you can have a conversation where at least they may be willing to be stretched in recognizing mm-hmm. that that was my experience right. with that person. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my experience with a collective. That's true. You That's know what true. I mean? Like yeah. it is, it's, it's, it's hard. It, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's it hard. Is. Period. <laughs> That's it. That's all. It's just hard. Yeah. Um, what else do we have on the docket here? Um, Okay, so we just have, this is outside of being an ally, um, since this is a relationship podcast, um, we always try. I just told you I was on my second marriage. <laughs> so you have experiences, that's all that means. Yeah, period. Life experiences. Oh, period, and that's what we're talking about. So so we always try and talk about, um, just at, in general, like our topics are like, you know, communication and making your relationship better and et cetera, et cetera. So y'all have been married for how long? seven years this year seven years i think it's seven in 2024 okay so basically what tips or i don't like to say tips but what insight do you have yes okay lesson learned life lessons lessons learned insight surrounding how you get through arguments how you get through disagreements and how you stay married for seven years because to me 
That's a long time. Some people don't make it past one. I, I had divorced people. from my first husband after 11 years, I want to say. Mm, okay. Here's what I've learned, though. It's important to be friends with your mate because you I fight different. That. Yes. You fight different yeah. because you don't want to lose the friendship. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to fight different. And you're, you're, it's, it's just going to be different. Right. Um, he brought to my attention the other day. Because, so I, in case people watching this podcast can't figure it out, I'm a very strong person. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but as a consequence of that, there are people who automatically assume what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it. So Mm. they miss sometimes what I'm actually saying. Mm. And so he said the other day, like he, he's one of those people who say like, well, that's what makes the world beautiful place. It's fine to be different. And have different opinions. Not right now. We need to get to the bottom of this. But nevertheless. And so what he said to me, he was like, you know, we got to do better about not shitting on each other's differences of opinions. Mm. I was like, fair point. I said, I apologize for that. And so um, that was a thing. Because, yes, yeah, so like, even though we come from the same hood, we grew up in the same hood, we grew up like three blocks away from each other. Mm-hmm our lives took us in different directions. And so we have different cultural experiences, if you will. And so um, that was big. And it was big of him to say, like, you know, we had to stop shitting on each other. Yeah, that's pretty pretty cerebral in my opinion. It is, right? Yeah. It is. So I think that that's important. Like, Mm. she's not you, you not her. Right. Um, The other thing I would say, people always talk about communication, but it's what are you hearing, though? It's not what necessarily what they're saying. What are you hearing? Mm. And then being able to feel safe enough to say, like, well, this is what I heard. Mm. Is that what you meant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as much as I know, I know it's, it's impossible for this to happen or it's, it's a difficult thing to do. Stop letting shit build up. Because by the time it blows up, it's like, <laughs> it's, you don't even remember yeah. why you <laughs> mad in the first place. <laughs> Yeah, I'm guilty and then it's of hard that. to then it's hard to revisit it and yeah. then yes. unpack actually what was what the said, root. What was, yeah. Yes. They say all the time that you don't get divorced over like adultery or anything. You get divorced because you squeeze the toothpaste wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't address it's like, say one more thing. And I You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think too, anybody who says, you know, being married and doing this, it's wonderful. Bullshit. You like got two separate lives that yeah. you are trying to figure yes, out to how to blend them. Mm. I wouldn't even say merge, so to speak, but mm. how to blend them. Mm. Because there's still aspects that you don't, they just ain't going to merge. Right. Because yeah. it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so I think that it's okay to be like, okay, well, this is our stuff. This is what we do. Right. You know, so if we, if, if we like having popcorn for breakfast, that's what we do. <laughs> now it gets right. crazy if you go out and tell everybody, well, you know me, they don't have popcorn anymore. They be like, what? See, then now you got other people in your business. Yeah. yeah, I will say that was I don't I don't know if that was a mis- like a mistake of mine in my last relationship, but I felt like I needed to vent, and it's not like I went and vented to twenty people. Like I was typically venting with my best friend, and so now she may hear me vent, or she's in my phone. You know, I'm seeing that I'm talking to my best friend and venting. And now it's like a problem. Mm-hmm. But my best friend never came back around and said anything to her. 
she just found out. Right. Um, and so I, I like, I agree. Like keeping people out of your business is, is, so, is big. <laughs> y'all may not be in agreement with this. Right. Oh, okay. Let me hear what you got to say. Let's hear it. There are folks who say your partner, your spouse should be your best friend. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. Okay. I don't think they have to be your best friend. Okay. I think it's fine to have folks. You use discernment with who you share things with mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And so I think it's I think it's fine. Cause it's like, first of all, I'm talking to them because I need to process some stuff. Because yes, if you yes, made me process yes. it right now, <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. Oh, it's gonna be bad. Yeah. So yeah, let me like talk to somebody because that person, you know. Is going to talk me off the ledge or going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, you was all kind of wrong on that one. So, mm-hmm. mm. got to make sure you have good friends in that corner yeah. anyway. Yes. You have sure. to have those and kind of pay attention. Oh, life lesson. Pay attention to those friends when you are sharing something about your partner or whatever, and they got more to add to the conversation than you. Mm. Like they hyping yeah. you up. Mm. Interesting. Don't that interesting all right last question that just popped into my head so you this is your second marriage Mm -hmm. one for 11 years one for seven years so far yep and until forever because we're not doing that again (laughs) it is horrible going through divorce but nevertheless (laughs) um what approach or, or how did you approach this marriage differently than you did the last like, um, and I don't even know if it was his fault, your fault in quotations, cause it's both parties fault, but, um, <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> but at the same time, oh, it was his, you say it's his at the same time, you know, it takes two to tango as they yep. say. And so you have to approach things a little bit differently or, or things that you saw that, dang, I should have did that. I'm not going to do that in this one. What's the biggest thing you would say? I would say, honestly speaking, I would say for him, I feel badly for him because this is his first marriage. Mm. And when you're in your second marriage, you got a whole list of shit you just ain't going to take no more. Mm. And unfortunately, and so it was a a lot of, um, my grandmother makes you rest in peace. She taught us how you start something is how you're going to finish it. Mm. So it was very important for me up front to really talk with him and really share like, okay, this this is just going to be what it's going to be. Right. So, you know, with it or or not. So mm-hmm. I probably approached my second marriage with a lot more confidence than I did mm. my first one. Okay. Because you um, knew what it was that you My wanted. first right. one, um, my uh, ex-husband was double-digit years older okay. than I was. Mm-hmm. And so um, I looked to him for different kind of things. Like in my mind, in the, the patriarchy of things, it's like, you're older. You're supposed to know these things. Da, da, da. Yeah. Well, that's not the case. Right. But um, I wasn't as confident in who I am as a person in my first marriage mm. as I am right now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I got to pray for my husband. Because, yes. <laughs> He's getting, you know, he, he getting all of it. all of it. You know, <laughs> and I'm saying, like, I don't Scorpio. necessarily mean it. No, yeah. But I mean. he's getting all of it. So I have to be mindful, mindful and really... Uh, and the other thing I'll say... Recognize the stuff you need to unlearn. I had to unlearn hmm. a lot of stuff. Like we, I was raised by a single parent, single mama, and as an adult, I recognized and realized all the stuff I needed to unlearn. Mm. And it's fine mm-hmm. unlearning those things because 
it's key. It's key to your healing. It's key to you moving forward. And it's fine because you recognize that they did the best that they knew to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's fine because you're going to give them as much grace as possible. Mm-hmm. So it's fine to unlearn those things. So unlearn that stuff, you know, yeah. And be yourself. Yeah, because yeah. you can't keep it up. You can't keep it up. If you like started out one way, you can't, you got to figure out how to be like your whole self and be like, Ooh, yeah. this is what it is. It's what it is, and you get all of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I approach every relationship that I'm in. I think I think this is because you learn things from other relationships to bring yep. into the new one. Yep. And with her, I learned everything that I needed. I feel like to make for, for me to be a better person to my partner, and then also be able to pick that person for me. And mm. I think it was interesting that you said like one of the things that. You want to make sure with your ne- with your partner is that you are friends first. Yep, mm-hmm. and we definitely are are friends. Where is I mean, fun it? fact, fun yeah. fact, we dated when we were like sixteen for like three days. Oh, for- <laughs> three days because <laughs> he was bad. And my mom was not gonna let me date. date Wait, which okay. one? This one, my husband. Oh, oh. <laughs> I met him. I met him through um, my very dear friend who has since passed away. We were walking, we were coming from her house. Mm-hmm. We were walking down the street, and I was like, oh, is this on the porch? <laughs> She's like, oh, ain't nobody but me yet. It's okay. And so then I was like, okay, so that's what you say. So I'm going to walk that way again. What's up? And yeah, we dated for like three days. And then I had to break up with him because uh, he was bad. Because he was bad. He's not bad anymore, is he? I don't think so. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> he think he is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's all I got. Do you have any questions for us? How did the podcast start? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I've always wanted to do a podcast, like, I don't know, for forever. Mm-hmm. And the last relationship I was in, I wanted to do one about relationships and relationship dynamics and da 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 and she was like, we can't even get it right. How are we going to tell somebody else to get it right? I was like, mm, period. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a point. Um, so that died. And so like, let no, this past summer, I think I told you before this past summer, I was just like, no, I've always wanted to start a podcast and do yada, yada, yada. He was like, mm, I'm game. I was like, oh, for real? Oh, okay. Say less. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think right. We started like right away, like thinking of different topics yeah. and it was mainly like, through conversations that we were having, we were like, oh, this would be a great topic. Mm-hmm. And we will go in our notes and write it down and like come up with like different topic, different uh, titles mm-hmm. of of um, episodes, which made it even more interesting because we had things to go off of. Like we would leave it there, take a break from it, come back come to back, like, oh, yeah. I have something else to add to this. Right. Um, on top of the fact that We've, we're also still learning each other, right? So sure. um, with us learning each other in this different dynamic, outside of being teammates, we come across different challenges that we probably haven't dealt with oh, the yeah. same way in mm-hmm. other relationships. So we brought it to our podcast because it's something real for us. And it's, so, and it's like, it's almost very like, mature. Yeah. It's very mature. It's a... Um, it's a outlet almost. It's very therapeutic. Yeah, I can see because sure. nobody knows this, and I'm and I'm telling everybody who's who will listen later is like, after we have some of our conversations on a podcast, it sparks conversation as soon as we wrap up. Yeah, and we sit and we talk and we work through differences that we hadn't hadn't quite, you know, 
put concluded a lid on. on. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. I'm obsessed with true crime podcasts. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, Sword and Scale? I go to sleep to them. Do you know Sword and Scale? So those freak me out though. Oh, really? I'm a coworker. Like, so some of that stuff, like, I'm squeamish, so I can't really do some of that. <laughs> so, but my favorite is Sister Sukiel. I've Ooh. seen that. I, I with Taz and Mariah on I've Friday's seen it. Baby by yeah, Sister And then Murder with My Husband. That's cute. It's a, a wife who's obsessed with true crime and a husband who, like, hates it. So, like, he sits and, like, while she tells the story, like, so he's having, like, reactions as she's telling the story. <laughs> um, and then, like, I, I try to lighten it up a bit. So I listen to the read. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's another one, uh, shits and gigs or something like that. These two uh, guys yeah, yeah. in the UK or something. Yes. I've they're seen hilarious. that. Yeah, I've they're seen hilarious. that. But nevertheless, yeah. So yeah, so shout out to y'all for doing this. Thank, oh, you. thank you. Well, thanks for coming upstairs to the pod. <laughs> and they were looking for me too while I was up. Oops. That's great. <laughs> but the food is the ready. Fa- oh, it's ready. Oh, okay. So the cornbread right. is not burnt. <laughs> That's yet to be determined. <laughs> she gonna let us know when she go downstairs <laughs> to see. <laughs> Yeah. Um, thank you, Pam B, for coming upstairs and being on the pod. Yes, thanks thank for, for coming. Expressing me. your views. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. This will be, fun. well, it'll be on YouTube, but it'll be live next week, next Sunday. Next Sunday. To take a listen back if on you want to hear yourself. Yes. On Christmas Eve, you could cuddle up and. Cuddle up. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. If you like what you're hearing, you can follow us on social media. I was supposed to say this in the very beginning. Yeah, it's okay. I'm working on it. You can follow <laughs> us on social media. Uh, TikTok is together.real.badpod. Same thing for Instagram. You can check out our website at togetherrealbad.com. And you can email us at the number two and then gather real bad at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you want to follow us on social media, like separately, like our different pages, um, mine on Instagram is beautiful with three L's underscore butterfly with two Y's. And my TikTok is beautiful, three L's, and then the number one written out. Mm. And then when you follow her, just scroll down Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't know, know where it. mine are you right know. now. I know you didn't. <laughs> I barely knew mine because I just switched it over. But all right. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thanks so much. Peace. Peace. She's stuck inside my mental. She got a body like a temple. Even though she drives me crazy, I tell everyone that's my baby. She's pretty like a 4K sunset.